Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another week, and we are back on that couch for another episode. What episodes it is, fellas? Shit, I'm starting to lose count. It's like, I ain't. I know we have 15. 15. <laughs> it's your boys, and welcome to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch. I'm one of your hosts, part of the trifecta, your man 50 Grand Hadrico, and I'm rolling with... Cash, what's good, people? What's good, what's good? A.K.A. Exec P. And who else in the building? Uh, you got the prayers, Mr. Prez, FDR. Okay, okay. Oh, oh he so, got a new so nickname. He got a new nickname. Mr. Prez. He said he's Mr. Prez now. That yeah. means he, he vetoing everything. Well, look, man, first off, fellas, how's it going? Frank, how was your week, man? As you keep progressing and reintegrating to normal life, how's things going? Yeah, I mean, it's, it feels good to be fresh out, you know, back in the, the world with things, man. Uh, getting back in at the job, you know, getting things done. Fresh out, you saying you got a I know, like <laughs> fresh out. Saying my PO saying I gotta come by, but you know what? The halfway house I'm staying in is tight, son. <laughs> you good? Yeah, like he came from prison, man. Like, you 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 like, know that's how I feel sometimes, though, man. Like you be away from everything, man. So like you coming back, it just feels yeah. So everybody knows that you you didn't come back from prison. Where where did you come back from? Oh man, I came back from a little deployment, man. That's all it was. Africa, Africa, Africa. See, y'all didn't know the Lion King that y'all just watched, Frank was in it. He was one of the extras. <laughs> What's good, fellas, man? What's been up with you, huh? Man, listen here, man. You know, my son got two a days right now. So, you know, I'm trying to be Coach Hudson from afar. Coach Hadrico. So I got that going on. Um, got a big brief tomorrow to give, you know, a little symposium that we got going on. Just trying to stay active, man. So maybe one day I can be somebody. Yeah, man. You what, know. About, what about you? I know it's a tough week for you, fellow. Yeah, man. You know, my little man. Well, not so little, man. 13-year-old back in Alabama, man. So that was a little sad day. But, uh, you know, you know, he'll be back Christmas, summer, man. You know, that's how that that's how that long-distance parenting go, man. How's, um, how was the trip? Did he get back safe and everything? Yeah, he's back. He's back, man. Ready to do his thing and not complaining about the internet speed anymore. Because, you know, it's trash at my house. So Yeah, yeah. If y'all don't know... um. Fred, if you go to Fred's house, he as soon as you walk in and you hear something say, you got mail. I mean, he got like AOL type. Yeah, it's dial-up. It's dial-up. It's pretty bad. It's the price you pay for living overseas in Germany. But so you know what? I'm cool on that. We can go to Italy tomorrow and y'all can't. So when you think about it, the, the, the crossover is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, Frank, man, let, let's, let's get right into these spots. NFL training camps are opening up. And now with training camps, you see good things, you see bad things. One thing you see is injuries. One injury that just started off to an old veteran, A.J. Green. Have you heard? What, what do you think about these training camps? Do you think they need to slow down on these players? Or what do you think on them, Frank? I mean, it's, it's the drawback. You, you're starting to tell, like, who really, like, took care of their body, took care of what they need to do. Mm-hmm. But the, even sometimes that's not the case. But it's just, like, you're getting older, stuff happens. Uh, it's an unfortunate little thing that you do when you're playing football. Uh, but. It gives these other players a time to jump up and step up, and it's time to see new blood out there. So yeah, it's good and bad to it all. I definitely think there's a there's two sides of the coin because you get a guy who's behind AJ Green and who technically would never get an opportunity because they're never going to take AJ Green out. But now, due to this injury, not that we don't want anybody to get injured, but he gets a chance to shine. So you may find a new gym. There may be a new fantasy stud for somebody to pick up. You know, so I can see it going on. Yeah, I think it might. So how be. long? How long are they saying that he out? I think he out about six to eight weeks. So I mean, he'll be back in time to, when it's time to get down. But this this training camp time is a huge time for timing. You know, scheme. They got a brand new coach in Cincinnati, so therefore, there's going to be a whole new offensive scheme, offensive playbook. So though he is a veteran, I think he's missing some valuable time. Yeah, and like I said, man, I think it may be a wrap for him, man, because the last maybe three to four years, man, he's missed significant time each year with these injuries. So I wouldn't be too surprised if next year they move on from A.J. Green, as think, talented as he is. I think you tripping with no map. Um, A.J. Green is still going to be a solid receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, and I think he would gladly welcome an exit because he gets out of that toxic situation. That no, all Cincinnati. I'm saying, I mean, what he been in the league, I, I can't fact check, what about eight, 
eight years now at this point. Um, that's incorrect, but it's okay. How how long has he been in? That's not important. You don't know. You not you're not gonna fact check it. No, but I wanted you to be incorrect, so I just said it's incorrect. <laughs> you don't know if it's incorrect. Frank, is that correct? Uh, I don't know, but I mean, I think we need to hit on the biggest topic that's going on in the preseason right now. What you think about this uh, holdout that's going on down there then Cowboy Lane? Oh, man, let me tell you something. I'm loving it. I'm loving the dysfunction. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys have lost. Sometimes you get stars on the brain, and they think because they wear a star on the side of the helmet that they don't need people. Jerry Jones fixed his mouth. He, I'm going to do my Stephen A. <laughs> he had the audacity. <laughs> They're downright confusion to say he does not need that. He does not need Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, he wild, man. I know none of you could actually think that this is true. Cash, Frank, tell me what your thoughts are. You, you I mean, ahead, Jerry has been kind of right on the past couple of ones that he didn't cut. You got to think DeMarco Murray. Uh, uh, no, come on. So are you saying that you actually think that Jerry Jones is correct, saying that they don't need Ezekiel Elliott? Who is probably, if you look at it right now, currently the best running back in the NFL. You saying we oh we don't need him because Demarco Murray when they got rid of him he was used up he was already beat down. Zeke is like five years old, bro. I think we're gonna come back to this whole little deal again. We're gonna keep using this Pittsburgh Steelers as uh, the the point of talk oh. when we talk about running backs here. And once again, they dropped a running back and they proved that you can just fill that fill that void real quick. They proved that you can have a substitute teacher who can still teach a lesson or two. But do you tell me right now if you got if you're building a team and you can choose between James Conner and, and Le'Veon Bell, you picking James Conner? Absolutely. I not. didn't think so. Don't you sit here and tell me. You see how he changes. You see how he changing where the goalpost is. Like he asked one question, then then shifted yeah, to another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not shifting. You try to use Pittsburgh as an example. He's using and that's a horrible. Somebody example. stepped in and, and put up comparable numbers. Dallas to the start without Ezekiel Elliott is a non-playoff team. You don't know that because you don't do know, know what that. that backup is going to be. So I oh don't think gosh. they're. A, you don't know I what the say a non-playoff team. But I do feel like they uh, it, it's going to make their when they make it to the playoff a tougher uh, uphill battle. Ladies and gentlemen, before when we was in pre-production, there was some drinks going around. I, I thought Frank was only drinking water. I thought the prayers was keeping it right. But apparently he had some tequila because he is over here drinking <laughs> some of these damn opinions. Frank, there's no way you can feel. Did you not see when Dallas had they lost Zeke for six games? What happened then? Did they not go to the playoff last year? What happened Absol- when he was going for hey. those six games? What, what your question was, though, Uddy, you was did, like, did would they, they make it to the playoffs? playoffs? When, when, when Zeke came back. Dude, they, did, bare, so they, they went to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs, man. When they Zeke did just enough. Came, okay, so both of y'all don't lost y'all damn mind. Uh, there's no way. So please tell me how the Cowboys would survive without Zeke Elliott. Because uh, I'm going to tell you something. Zeke. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you who wants Zeke more than the Cowboys. Your man Dak Prescott. So tell me how you think they would survive without Zeke. Oh, I think they could spread that money around, man, without Zeke. Like you, you're not, you can't pay a running back the money that he wants, man. I know he has his peers that have made that money, but they both have to get paid and and somebody has to take a little bit of a loss, man. Like not one one of those both of those guys depend on each other. So Zeke can't get to the point where he wants to get the bag and then the quarterback, like they had, the quarterback is a more important position, right or wrong. It depends on the system. In this, in their system, it's not. Who's the more important player? Zeke. Long term, uh, Zeke. No, Zeke. Come it on. was, uh, it was, it was Zeke until they actually got another weapon on that team. Who? When they picked up uh, Cooper, I think that kind of like, oh my god, that kind of gave Dak a little outlet. Oh my gosh, I didn't know I was having a football conversation with the owners of the Little Giants. You guys are tripping. Let me tell you something. So let me ask you. Okay, let me ask you this question. Does a team that's eight and eight make the playoffs? They can. They can. In the that, NFC, that do you think that's going to happen? Not in the NFC East. Okay. So the Dallas Cowboys without Zeke are a five hundred team. That so no six game they went three and three. So you saying a five hundred Dallas Cowboy team gonna make the playoffs? That's what you're saying. Uh, I mean, we can't talk about last year comparing it to oh, this year. Like, we'll see as the preseason go on uh, how this is really going to play out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, I think he's going to hold out a couple more weeks. I think we're going to actually get to see a couple games of them actually playing ball without him. We'll get to look. We'll get to tell a little bit. You heard it here first. 
if the Dallas Cowboys do not have Zeke Elliott, they will not go to the playoffs. Anybody want to bet on that? No, no. If they if he exactly. doesn't play for a whole season, they're not going uh. to the playoffs. A whole season, but you know, if he holds out one two games until they pay him, I, I still say they have a legitimate shot to make it to the playoffs. They won't win the division, now, you know that's for sure. Let's talk about some more controversies. It's a little easier to talk about because apparently y'all not gonna have a good conversation when it comes to the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Both of y'all over here on something else. Hey. Frank, I'm a little disappointed because I felt with you coming back, we could have some good football talk. But apparently, you was over there in Africa, 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 and you probably was like hanging out in Djibouti or something, and you drunk some bad water because this is not the Frank that I know. I'm just, I need you to tighten up. Hey, I, I'm gonna just tell you right now, I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means. I can't stand them. But when you're talking about the the stats and how this stuff goes right here, you gotta look at the realistic point of view of it. And that's that's it's countless running backs ain't, ain't countless examples. Give me another one, Cash. It's countless it Baltimore. 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 Who was they running back they Exactly. Lost? Who was exactly. the running back they lost? They didn't lose a big running back because they've been playing with running back by committee for years I now. Oh, okay. They had. Cash. There's plenty of other teams. Stop it. The Titans do the same you shit. You don't even have a team. Stop it. The, you know the Eagles, my damn team. Don't right don't sit now. here for right now. And they've the been Eagles doing the same team shit. this year. Yeah, this year is the Eagles. the world champion Eagles. You were sitting right there with me when I was cheering for that Super Bowl. Frankie was right next to me. I mean, you, you jumped from right team to team several times. What, what, it was kind of hard. I, I didn't know. Frank, I've been whooping your ass in Madden with the Eagles mm. since oh one. You gonna take it to Madden? Since oh like, one, like you know me for nineteen years. It's two days. It's coming in two out days. Man, oh, so, so just like Jerry Jones is in his fantasy world, you and your little fantasy there world. There you go, Frank. You coming around? <laughs> Frank is coming around. <laughs> been an Eagles fan since I can remember, man. When yeah. the last time y'all won the championship? Either one of y'all teams. Hey, uh, so what what are we moving on to right now? So disrespectful last motherfucker, right? <laughs> yeah. and, we, and we favored to win it again. That's why, hey, I ain't got no dog in this damn fight, man. Look. I can tell you this right now: we can both trace our uh, uh, our we can both trace that back to the same Super Bowl. I know one bet. I know one bet y'all ain't willing to make. I bet you my team have the better record than all all of y'all. Shit, we might have the better record than y'all which teams team combined. You talking about, which Cash? team? Yeah, which team? I just said the Eagles. What about your other team? I, that's all. And I got. the other team. That's the only team. And the team, team you I had got. before that. Only team. It I got. doesn't matter who your team is. Only team y'all hate. Listen, let's talk about some other real controversy. Tyreek Hill. So the media made this guy to be out to be the complete bad guy, like the media does. But then they're not talking about how he was antagonized by the mother of his children and being trying to be trapped before he responded. Now, am I in any way saying that that justifies his responses? No. But what's your take on the fellas? I'll let you start off, Frankie. I mean, because because you you talking like you above all this. So Tyreek Hill, he said he's opened up a daycare. You dropping your kids off? <laughs> um, does he does he does he <laughs> guarantee speed and footwork as a as a part of the, the admission package? Because if so, you know, a little couple of licks ain't gonna help. Ain't gonna hurt if you get a full two. Look, man, I'm gonna just tell y'all what this shit is, man. Look, as long as you got talent in the NFL. You can get away with murder, literally. So all the the shit that he did, and and whether you agree, he you know uh, he was painted in a bad light. The fact that he's good is the reason why he's still on the field. Period. Like that's that's the end of the story. So you really that's my take on it. Is talent is beating out uh, morals and shit like that. So you know now he wasn't charged, so you can't say he did anything. Or whatever, so that's to be proven. But the way he was talking on that on that phone, oh, you know, that was a lot of anger. That was a lot of anger. But for me, I don't know whether he did hit the child before, didn't hit the child. Like I don't know where to leave it. But like so, I damn sure would not have my son or my daughter around him. You know, if I was a woman and had kids with him, you know what I'm saying? I, I um, never would leave him alone with my kids. So let me ask you a question. And once again, this is how this typically happens. We get a topic and I go off on a tangent. So you don't you don't feel that you should do you believe in spanking children? Yeah. Yeah. Frank? It's a difference, man. It's a oh, difference. There's a between, big difference. There is a difference. There's a difference between whooping the kids ass joking. like they are damn. There's a there's a difference person. between the correction and discipline and, and, and doing some of the stuff that he was doing. I'm I don't know the situation. All you know is what the press portrayed. But it's the reason why he's still playing, and it could be because of talent, and it could be because he didn't get charged or anything. So we can say what we want, but according to the court of law, 
that man good to go. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is, you know, like you said, it is what you can prove in the, in the court of law. But, you know, the fact that, like, the NFL has punished other guys, like, let's go back to Zeke for other things. You know what I'm saying? For just not representing the NFL in a proper light. Well, look, that, look he wasn't we, charged with anything either. Yeah, until we get some games to talk about the NFL, let's move by something that is going on. So let's, let's bring some of this music in this thing, man. Y'all ready to get over to the music segment? Oh yeah, oh yeah. See y'all, y'all don't know, man. We had a live yeah. performance. My man Ross, big time. This shit is trash. Your devil is a liar. Big time. That 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 track goes, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, it's on to the music section. You know what I'm saying? Don't sleep on the couch. We got an ear for we got an eye for sports and an ear for music. So we got a couple things to talk about when we get into this music world. Now, when we get into the music, I ain't gonna lie, cash and and prayers, they definitely take the lead. But you know, I've been doing my homework. I've been listening up a little bit. First thing we want to go into some new albums that came out. The young the young Corday. It's YB and Corday. Yeah, but I just went with Young. No, no, no. Unless you know, I ain't listen to it. No, nah, no, nah, it's uh, I, I won't get into it. So I won't get into what the YBN stand for. But yo, this kid is twenty one years old. He's rapping like he's our age, uh, and with a little bit of that turn up in there. Um, as far as the album goes, he by far stole the show from the weekend. I went to listen to the Chance the Rapper album, and we'll get into that. Yeah, I should have went to the YBN first. So he stole the show, man. I was definitely looking forward to his album for quite some time because he had singles. He had the potential. I just couldn't tell people about him because he didn't have a body of work. If this is his first body of work and this is what he's doing on his first album, I could only imagine where this kid is going to go from here, man. Frank, what were your uh, what were your standout tracks so far, uh, you know, since you started listening to it this past weekend? Man, the standout tracks would definitely be the intros, uh, one winter time, uh, I mesmerized how simple decisions can jeopardize when Martin Luther cheated and stared in Coretta eyes. That dude telling you from the gate that he, you about to set a new standard out here. Like you, you better watch. Uh, so, and then, uh, have mercy. That was another one. I like, uh, the, I actually think this guy out chance chance, uh, when we talk about these albums. And uh, that's how I feel on this whole little deal uh, because he was utilizing some of that same little gospel feel, gospel tones in his, uh, uh, in all his music. And I think that portion made it better. And it didn't help that I listened to, like you, I listened to the Chance, the rapper before, and that album was just totally underwhelming. Like it was, it's a, I don't give it a couple more listens. I ain't going to say it's just completely trash right now, but I mean, it, it didn't, it didn't, Frankie, Catch my attention. I don't think I don't I don't think you're gonna listen to it again. But we'll we'll get on chance uh or get to Chance's album, man. So as far as uh you know, uh the standout cuts for me so far, um of course he had the single Have Mercy, so he was doing his thing on that. And as you mentioned, Wintertime is a dope one. Um I didn't like the bad idea with Chance the Rapper. I know we it sounds like we <laughs> bashing him, but you know, when you do a classic over, um, it has to be done the right way. And sometimes that's just our bias because we getting old as hell. Uh, Thanksgiving. He, yo, he was just floating on a lot of tracks. He was riding the beat correctly and rapping his ass off. And I think that's what I like about it. And he told a story about, you know, being lost and found. So I think the album knocks all the way through 15 tracks. I probably say I revisit 11 of them right off the bat. And and that's a high marking. High not a fifteen and saying a whole that's, lot. That's a that's a high ranking, and he's getting nothing but love. Uh, you know, from the general consensus, and that's another thing as well. That doesn't jade my opinion, but when you get love from the general consensus, from the people in the party, the people that just listening to it, going to and from work and at work, people listening to it at the gym, when the general consensus loves it, you know you have a great body at work. Frank, man, Frank, uh, if five mics is the best, in your opinion, what do you rate this album? 
not rate albums that way. Hey, but is this guy his first? Is this his first entry? Is this his first this official is his first, entry? First body of work. First body where he doesn't have a mixtape. He just has a bunch of Lucy's uh, out there as far as singles go. And this is his first official body of work. So to answer on that hood, I will say coming off this first album that he did, first official album, this dude going to be a problem. Yeah, man. And if, if you haven't are heard you, of him, are, are you saying like problem like Wayne problem? No, but he's going to be a problem. Okay, like okay. He, he got room for growth. And like this was a very, very solid entry. But we are going to come back, Cash. I need to touch on that little portion. He had one misstep on there, and that was with the song with Chance the Rapper. What was the name of that song? Did you, you remember that one? Uh, bad Idea. Bad Ideas. Yeah, that one. When he tried to loop the track that you want to just skip over over here of the great Scarface on that Fix album. When you come on a classic album or a cla- like that, that song was part of a classic album. And you can't come with anything subpar on a classic track, in my opinion. And I felt like he came kind of subpar on that. That was kind of had my little down point on it. And it didn't help that Chance was on it, and I was already on a down point from Chance. So, Okay. All right. So, uh, shoot, let me... Uh, I'm going to play one. That's what I was trying to... Oh. All right, so All right. just in case y'all didn't hear, we're going to give y'all a little something, man. A little shout-out from my man, um, YBN Corday. God bless the dream chasers. If you got a dream, keep chasing it. Never let nobody hate you out your dreams. You're going to make it. Got three daughters, could use some resources. Now nah, we just need order. I got my own bad news. Fuck a reporter. Niggas ain't even safe. They want to deport us. I'd rather keep us boxed in on the street corners. If you gon' stop and frisk a nigga, shit, at least warn us. My dog's still on probation. They got a leash on us. Far from stupid. In fact, I'm smarter than Harvard students. Spark the movement and put an end to this garbage music. Got me thinking like this can't be life. Stupid ass niggas voted for the Antichrist. I could have died on that payment. Every time Let, I the hook ride. Ride. Let the hook ride. Let the hook ride. Let the hook ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. I'm tired of chasing dreams, but I'm gonna chase it. We ain't never had a shot, how we gonna take it? Success is in my arm, reach, and I can taste it. In the mansion, stank I face. The it's a stank face music. Ain't believe in me, but I'm gonna make it. Yeah, it was hell here. My people killing in the 12 here. Got my mama just, just let it run. Just, uh, oh, just, listen, stop it. Stop it. it. <laughs> Frank, Frank, are you there, Prez? Man, uh, so. Prez, that was the first time I heard it. And I'm what did you think? What was your thoughts? I, I downloaded the whole album. Uh, hey, hey, that's just got you just like you got me with that Rick Ross big time, man. You know, the minute you played it, I was like, ooh, why, why didn't this just automatically download? <laughs> like I shouldn't even must have to like go press a button. <laughs> this shit was like this was actually like real talk. I think you are hundred percent correct. This young boy about to be a problem. Yeah, man. And then the, it's an album full of that, man. He got the joint on there. Uh, like thank, like I'm telling you, he got girl stuff. He got rapidy rap stuff. He has club stuff. He has it all on there. Hey, yo, Ratchet bro, listen, shit. man. Why be in, man? Listen, somehow you gonna listen to this podcast? Come on in, man. Be a guest. You see how I did it like we was nationally syndicated. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, think big, think big. Got to fool the people every night. So uh, with with that album, man, that was the bad part is I didn't have that thing on repeat. I didn't listen to it about three or four times, and uh, I haven't got to anything else this week. So I'm hoping kind of for like a little slight light week this week, so I can go back and hit up on my uh, R and B tip on the stuff I missed. Uh, I think. uh, doesn't Ross, who, who, who Ross came out this week? I don't think Ross comes out this Ross week. Ross comes out week. August 9th, yeah. and I'm telling you right now, I'm ready for it. But which what was the RB album? BJ, BJ the, the Chicago, Chicago kid. kid. Yeah, yeah, he dropped. I haven't even much got to listen at it yet, man. Me neither. Me neither. I didn't I haven't listened to it to the point to where I can give it much justice right now. But that that's one of them albums where that's a go ahead and download for me, just based on his prior work. Listen, yeah. I must say, um, and I'm not usually the music guy, but um he killed that. And I think we got some here. Yeah, he, I really think one. we got some here. This young man is really going in. Now let's move on so, to that change. Yeah, speaking speaking of killing things, I think it was like uh, we <laughs> got a couple segment. freestyles that we got to talk about. Where because uh, Gangsta Gills came in, did it again, he did it again. Cash yeah. killed it. Did you hear the leakers uh, freestyle? Oh yeah, we we gonna let that rock too. Another stink right. face moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Type of nigga cook a birdie for breakfast and throw the fin up. Don't fuck with Maserati Alexis, I pull the bins up. My mama birthday coming, I might just get it a bin. Struck a cut off on my motherfucking losses and put a wind up. Kicking like karate, that China white in the blender. Send that shit to Michigan City and tell the pin up. Mama said the federal prison, but I will end up. Attorney like 600 an hour just to defend us. Like, my God, all a nigga know is top part. I need a bitch with a pretty face, a bank account in the backyard. Cause now a nigga swiping black car. 9-11, black on black is a black attack. I'm the black guy, not a fat nigga, but I've been getting max cream. Maddox lining up to get injected like a vaccine. Chopper on me daily, ain't safe to live a rap dream. Niggas popping hella rap cap for the rap cream. Gays on my phone, plays on my phone, rules on my phone, gang on my phone, trays on my phone. Land put me on, Josh put me on, Tunji put me on, Gazi put me on, God put me on. Now I can sit back in my mansion and get blasted. My chef getting it cracking. I'm sipping yak with a bitch or two. Cocaine cracks in my rap, fucking residuals. Rap game, easy to trap. Game was difficult. House came with cameras and choppers. I got a nigga who. That's Gangsta Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs, man, on the L.A. Leaker freestyle. Man, that boy was snapping, man. I tell you what, he was going in, man. I mean, with his child. So that was like, take your child to work day. Take your child to work day, do some work, get in there. Kill get the in, you know, uh, exactly, exactly. Now, that was another freestyle this week. Did you check it out? It's Tyler, the creator joint? Yes. <laughs> so you want to play it? Uh, no, don't play it. Please don't play yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, we can yeah. definitely speak on it. Uh, <laughs> what did you think? What was your thoughts? He, he said some very controversial uh, things up in there, uh, as he does quite often. I can't take, you know, I can't take him serious at all, man. So if if you approach it that way and you're not homophobic with what he's saying, like I, I think he's doing it. Of course, he's trolling. Everybody knows that. And whether he's gay or not, I really don't care. Uh, the dude's a talented artist, but like. I like when he makes people uncomfortable to the point where like they, they can't even help their reactions. And that's exactly what he did uh, with Funk Flex talking about. <laughs> They're looking for some men for some butt sex. I was like, <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, what the hell? Yeah, hey, like hey, I said, this, it, huh? this, this 2019, dude will do whatever he want to do. But like, hey, I don't know which way. I really don't care. But like, yeah, he's very talented. I will say I think he's playing to a certain demographic and uh, he's not going to falter either way or go there. These people love this type of thing. And uh, yeah, I think this is actually going to get him more spins on his last albums too because people are going to start questioning, well, hold up, let's go back and listen to that Flower Boy. Has he been dropping hints or, or is this guy just playing with us or is he just trolling? Yeah, you I know? mean, he, he's uh, like, I think somebody pulled it up and I had to like send it to you, man. But like somebody pulled up like all of uh, the lyrics Pride of Flower Boy, because uh, you know initially I guess on Flower Boy is when he kind of came out blatantly and people thought he was saying that he he was uh, gay, but they were pulling up his lyrics from the past and things he was saying that were kind of coded in him kind of coming out in a in a sort of way. But for me, man, I think the dude is just he doesn't care, man, and wants to make people uncomfortable, and it's more like a, a shock rap type of thing. You know what I mean? But yo, yeah. I, I can't speak on it. I don't know which way he's going, but uh, I do like his little path that he's doing it on because if you're going to come out and try to say something about it later on, he's like, I've been telling you that. What, what you got to say? <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. So what else we got on there, man? Yeah, I want to get into these raw singles, man. HUD opened up this segment uh, with playing Big Time. Uh, big Time. Great song. Time spelled with a T-Y-M-E. Look Great it up. Song. Rick Ross featuring um, Swiss, Swiss Beats. Beats. Just Blaze on the production. Then you got the other single that Ross dropped, the joint with Wale, Act the Fool. Another great song. Has have, Frankie, have you heard Act the Fool? I haven't heard none of the songs Frank, yet. Right. Like I have I'm I'm kind of slacking on the the singles. I've kind of it was albums out there that I need to check on. So I was checking out the albums. Haven't got to those quite little singles right now. I will say this about Ross though. Uh, I will tell you the Port of Miami. I remember vividly throwing that CD out my window as I was rolling. I wasn't a Port of Miami fan. I didn't like his last, his next couple albums. It wasn't until Mastermind look when up. he came around. <laughs> look up, look up, uh, looking at <laughs> like you committed a sin. <laughs> hey, I know you may have felt uh, that type of way back then, but right now I was just like, man, this now, is listen, garbage, man. man. Hold on, first this off, dude is Miami. You, no, everything, stop, boy. stop. Listen, man, you need to. Um, Whoa! You better respect. You better respect the whole. 
Okay, because right now you're not respecting the hood, and you really is. You doing exactly what this song is called. You really acting a damn fool right now, man. Let me let you know something, man. Ross, I hate making shit happen, man. Hood is biased, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I felt like when he got the mastermind, that's when he just like really stepped it up. And like ever since then, I think he's been putting out uh, amazing work ever since then. And I'm, I'm always looking for a Ross album. Wait but, a minute, uh, wait a minute, Frankie. Repeat that one more time. You said since mastermind. He's been stepping his game up. Yeah, was it Mastermind or Masterpiece? Which one I'm talking about? The, the one that got the color phone. I'm just trying to get clear what you're saying before I attack. Because Listen, you, <laughs> y'all about to act a fool. I should just play the song. Yeah, look, look y'all pull up his albums because Mastermind came long after Teflon Don and uh, the rest of them joints, man. Like, yes, so it was definitely Mastermind. It was Mastermind and then Rather You Than Me. Yeah. Yeah, Teflon Don is uh rather you than me, black market, black mar- hood billionaire, mastermind, mastermind deluxe. God, God forgives I don't. What? God forgives I don't was a good album. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hey, like, I understand Trip- y'all got some opinions and y'all got some very strong oh. opinions. Hood uh, definitely be him being from Miami. You didn't like Trilla? You didn't like Trilla. I, did I stutter? No, I did not like from oh, mastermind yeah, on. <laughs> is what I was. Uh, that's he, that's where it's been. You you, you okay? You, no, okay, let, let me take over here. Uh, oh, Lord. on Trilla, you got the boss, <laughs> Rick Ross, the boss. Money make me come. Whoa, Maybach music part one, luxury tax. Whoa, what, what do you got? ウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォーウォー
This man, Frank, you threw it out the window. You are, So basically, what you're telling us is you've been wasting money a while. Yeah. Hood, hood billionaire wasn't that good, though. I, I can tell you that. I don't play about 12 raw songs in this one segment. I'm bouncing album to album. And this song really represents you, too. This is exactly what y'all doing. Y'all acting a fool. Y'all tripping, man. I'm out of here, man. I can't do this. I can't do this. It's just not Port of good. Miami, too. It's coming. He's an album artist, so I'm hoping that he, you know, has more heat. The only one I like so far, big time, is cool. Nothing, nothing great for me. I think he did a disservice to to the great Justin Blaze and the Blazettes. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely hoping for better uh, on this port of Miami too. Uh, I'm telling y'all right now. I think that was about a fifteen dollar CD at Best Buy. Uh, Whenever you want to toss that fifteen this way, but until then, right now, like uh, you've been making good music since Mastermind. All right, man. What um, we got up? Uh, what we got next? Man? I think we've all music out. <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about music anymore because obviously we're going down the wrong path. Big Sean, man. Anybody listen to any of Big Sean singles? Y'all, Whoa, y'all ain't hear no. Yeah, what, what, what are we doing here, man? I, I'm just saying, I'm a Big Sean. I'm, I'm not a fan of Big Sean at all. I have never been a fan of Big Sean. Unfortunately, I'll take it from here. So, Big Sean dropped two singles overtime. Uh, that man is rapping his ass off on overtime, and then I think he pulled the pimp move and got his ex girlfriend, uh, Janae Aiko or whatever, on his out on single called Single Again, ironically. So, uh, those two are jamming. I don't know what Frank talking about and heard about, you know, about to have a you know, he about to go to sleep because he's narcoleptic, and this isn't his segment. So, with that said, people, stop talking about medical conditions in the nation. With that said, people, we gonna come right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've came to our relationship portion, our life discussions, and today we got a special guest coming in. We have Miss Quay. Quay, welcome to the couch, boo. Hey, thank you. How you doing today? How was your week? Before we get into the the <laughs> potatoes, what's going on in the life of Quay? The life of Quay, uh, work, twerking, and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a hell of a combination. <laughs> Caught me off guard. Well, that don't surprise me coming from from you. Oh, shots. Nah, but. Hey, uh, how how the house search going? Oh, uh, yeah, it's very difficult, very mm. difficult, especially in you know the Rancho Cucamonga area. You know where where Day Day moved. Uh, the baby, the Friday. baby D, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You out there living with baby D with all the new snacks, the, 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 the Twinkies with the glitter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you coming you coming on to see us tonight, but um, Cash told me you had a question you wanted to pose. So what you what you got for the couch, Quay? Talk to us. The question that I have is, um, would you stay with your woman if she had a baby on you in the relationship, either married or just shacking up? No. So that was a great segment. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you coming. We appreciate you coming. Real quick. Thank you for your question. <laughs> okay, listen. And I know you're saying, well, that's not fair because women stay. There's an unwritten, unfortunate double standard. But it's true, it's alive, and it's living. For you to go have relations with this dude and we in a relationship and he gets you pregnant, to me, you meant to do it. you you just mischievous. But Quay, would you stay if a man did it to you? Um, that's funny you asked that question because yes, I did. So Quay, you said you would stay, please. Or you did stay. So please tell us about your situation and what happened. Um, yes, uh, this, this incident occurred within my marriage. Um, it's a very common, common situation where a man may have a baby on his wife. Um, my situation was a little, uh, deep because my husband actually ended up having a baby with my first cousin. So 
yes, I did stay um, initially in the beginning because I was very dedicated to my marriage and the vows for better or for worse type situation. Um, it got difficult. <laughs> of course, if you can imagine seeing going to family events and things like that, having to see it. So it's, it's one thing when you don't have to see the woman all the time, uh, but then, you know, dealing with it inside your household and then also going to family events and things like that. So that got too difficult for me. So, yeah, I had to bow out after that. After after a long talk with myself, I stayed for at least a, a year or two. So you um you said you had to bow and because it got too deep with the family members. So is it more so that you were embarrassed or was it him? Did he not correct the behavior or was it just something that you just you couldn't face the limelight of that type of um not say press but that type of situation? Uh it was in, it was embarrassment, but I got over the embarrassment part. But it was just more so having having it thrown in your face every time I go somewhere. And, of course, people started to find out and they would ask me. And I just, I got tired of living it. Like, how am I so strong? Why am I smiling? You know, things like that. It just, and not only that, the children, like, how do you explain, <laughs> like, which which relationship are you picking? Are you picking cousins or are you picking siblings? How do you, like that, it got too deep and it was too much. Do you feel that due to it being a family member made it to where it was unbearable? So say if this was just uh, Jane Doe from on the block that you didn't have to see, she wasn't a family member, would you still be married today? Yeah. Yeah, so like my my question, Quay, is, you you did you uh what did you rely on during that that time frame because you were kind of talking about uh your friend or your family rather um you feeling a certain type of way uh, when you were around them did you like rely on faith or was it just too much for you to to bear? Um, my family ultimately kind of split up once that hit the air because it was a secret for a little bit. Um, background story, uh, I grew up in a church. So granddad, he's a bishop. You know, my aunt, which is my cousin's mother now, was a pastor. My husband was the drummer. She was in the choir. So it was like, if you can just imagine, you know, that story brewing. And yeah, yeah, that, that's like family. that's like church gossip. For <laughs> yeah, so it, it was a lot. It was, it was definitely a lot. My family split up, so we all left that church. So I had, you know, my family that were on my side that... Oh, I mean, what other side was there to pick? <laughs> you know. So let me ask you this. Can, 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 I, can, can I get deep here, Quay? Can we, can we really get into the weeds of this? Repeat that one more time. I say, can I get deep? Can we really get into the weeds of this? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. So... Eventually, you decided to leave because it was it was basically too much to bear. So now that you, ha- how long have you been divorced? Uh, as far as the paperwork being finalized, about six months. Oh, so this is fresh. This is like yeah. Well, it it takes a little bit for divorce to go through right, right. here. I've been it's like a year, but as far as before that, it's yeah. My son just turned five and. Her daughter is four, so they're very close in age. Now, do they? Do you still allow them to hang out? And I mean, do they still mix being siblings? No. Wow! Like so, at do you guys? Do you feel like that's going to come with time? Um, being that you know that they didn't play any any role in a, an adult decision. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, that can be hurtful to them as they grow up uh, where they don't know their sibling? It will definitely come with time as of right now uh, because it's still kind of heated. They've never met each other, so they don't know each other, whether they're cousins or 
brother and sister right now at the moment. I tell you what, this is first off, let me let me start by saying to have the strength to even talk about something like this, to be open with like this, that it does show some extreme strength. Um I I commend you for it. Now let me ask you this. You and um your ex husband, what is your relationship today? As far as co parenting? As far as whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. You know, we on the couch, you know, yeah. do what you want. <laughs> as far as co parenting, yeah, you know, I don't. It has, I mean, as, as long as he doesn't approach me with anything that has to do with myself, as long as he's only discussing my child, then we have an open line of communication. So he has his weekends, he calls, he talks to them, and that relationship won't stop, but as far as me and him, no. So how has this changed you as a woman as far as how you look into future relationships or are you just saying, fuck it, I'm in the hot girl summer? <laughs> I'm definitely enjoying my hot girl summer. <laughs> I, I just taught I her that a, last week. It's a little yeah, lukewarm, you know. I'm, but I'm not getting no play, so it's a little lukewarm. You ain't getting no play. Oh, okay. Well, listen, we don't... <laughs> Um, you know, last week we had uh, we had Brav on, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can give oh. him give that. Oh yeah, you know, give you a couple, a couple balls or something, man. See if we can hook you up with Brav. Yeah, or get flown man. out. You know, come on out here to Deutschland. So uh. let me. Okay, so that that kind of switched gears for me. So how long were you married? Uh, we were together for ten years. Boom, ten year relationship. Sure. That's your man. That's what you know. That's been your only partner your only homie your only all this other good stuff and now you step into the dating game in 2019 how much has changed how much do you hate what do you like what what is what is it what is it like in this natural habitat (laughs) um well i did grow as far as not being so naive because i really thought that men were not like that. I was the woman that, you know, was the advocate for men, basically, and I was trying to figure out why all these women were so bitter and upset and I had no clue. That was my first love and that was my first heartbreak and it hit hard. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. I don't don't even... All people ain't like that, okay? I mean, I just want to put that out there. I don't, I don't know my man, so I'm definitely not going to speak on it, you know. But some of the stuff that happens, that's what makes the whole dating and relationship thing so difficult for the simple fact that you get scorned by somebody's actions, um, and then that makes it hard for everyone else. Now, going through this, you just said you're not as naive, which I can understand that. But do you feel like if you were to meet that next Mr. Right, that you would actually give him a fair chance? Or is he going to have to pass every hurdle in America to get past the barriers that you've now set up because of the scorn and hurt that you went through? Because, you know, as a, when a woman fed up, even though we're not allowed to sing our Kelly songs no more, so we're just going like it wasn't our Kelly song. I'm definitely open. Um, I, I, if I meet Mr. Right, he wouldn't have to go through any hurdles. It's just that I would know, I would now pay attention to red flags that, I'm not letting slide this time around. And what 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 are these red flags? Um, as far as uh, going out, not coming home. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> not that's not a red flag. Phone. That's verbal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know how that was a damn. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I think you know it's great to take your time and to go out and, and do your thing. And, and I won't. I'm not trying to say this to. How can I say this? Shop around. I mean, you've had ten years in a Hi, relationship. Girl, You've had 10 years in a relationship. I mean, it's cool to, to go through several seasons with uh, with different people. He's basically saying like, you're going out getting you some now with a whole bunch of different people. That's so not, what I'm, trying to that's talk not about. what I'm saying. You go through these different no, summers. That's not what I'm saying. Like, you, you learn about people through different seasons. You, you do. So you don't necessarily need to hop into anything after coming out of a 10-year relationship. Let like, me ask you this question, though. Here's a better question. <laughs> You've been in a long relationship. Now that you're out of a relationship and you are, and like you said, enjoying your hot girl summer, do you miss having a relationship? Absolutely not. I'm enjoying my freedom. So you just said seven minutes ago that you was willing to miss, we miss a right, but now you want your freedom. We want the truth, Quay. <laughs> <laughs> I said if Mr. Right came, I honestly don't believe Mr. Right is coming my way anytime soon. Well, that's a negative uh, outlook to have. I mean, you got a lot going for you, you know. You're small. 
I can't. I can't blame you. I can't blame you. Look, it. You went through that some don't traumatic need to be shit. The that don't need to be the focus right now at all. Like, just enjoy life, have fun, and and right. it's the right to walk into your life when you least expect it. I mean, so as we bring you back in here, quick, like I said, it's a lot of things that go into a different parts of a relationship. But now that you are cha- taking on some of these other different challenges as a single mom and doing these other things, what are some of the things? that you've been surprising yourself that you've been able to overcome and move forward with that you may have thought in the beginning, man, how am I going to challenge this to take on this? Uh, I think just trusting again, trusting and opening up and not letting the past bring me down as far as my future. Because nobody would ever know what I've been through because I don't show it. And that was difficult to not show it, but to feel a certain way inside, but not show it. So, I commend you for what you were able to do and what you attempted to do to try to stay that. I guarantee that could not have been an easy situation for anybody. Um, but what would be your advice to somebody who may be going through this? Because I'm pretty sure he's not the first and I'm pretty sure he's not going to be the last. So what would be your advice to that young lady who's listening to the podcast who may have this situation and not knowing what the hell to do? Um, I would say don't compromise yourself. Don't let yourself be put on the back burner like you're second or you're not important because I did that. Um, I allowed myself to not be important anymore, and I allowed myself to give up everything to support a marriage that I was basically the only person that was in. I was I was in the marriage by myself. I was doing everything as far as the the trying to work it out trying to communicate I basically did everything I was running the household I was working I was cooking cleaning paying the bills I was doing everything while all this is going on and I'm trying to keep the household together and a lot of women they lose themselves in their marriage because they want to be the perfect wife or they want to be that wife and I did that I just completely lost myself didn't know who I was I was just basically a body that was serving this man that didn't deserve me. And I would never let or tell a woman to to do that again because she thinks that she has to be this perfect wife and be there and support him and forget about herself. Hearing that response just makes me um, all the more agree with the route that you're going as far as you being happy with being relieved of all of those those duties because that's a lot. That's a lot to take on all for, you know, someone else to not feel the same way or not want to change and, and fix the situation because clearly you guys talked about it. So I, I got to commend you. And again, like HUD said, thank you for coming on and being super, super uh, honest and, and relaying your story out. So hopefully, you know, your response as far as to any woman that's going through that, uh, hopefully, hopefully it will, will resonate through. So. We definitely appreciate your honesty, your candor, and um, definitely appreciate you coming on. Thank you guys for having me on on the couch, a seat on the couch. Oh, well, thanks, look, thanks thank for uh, giving us the question. So we really appreciate it because this was a damn good topic to talk about, and uh, you know, so thanks for shouting us out and, and shooting us a message with that. Thank you. Bye, you guys. Have a good day. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. Thank you for coming to sit with us. 